This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Don't worry, Toby. Just use the force. Like in that film, you know. 365 Flicks Podcast. 365 Flicks Podcast. Come and listen to it right after you finish this podcast you're listening to. It's got Chris and Kevin and a weather guy called Toby. What's the point in a weather report on a podcast? I hear you ask. Well, there's only one way to find out. Download every episode that is currently out. And listen to those bad boys right now. It's got Toby Osmond, who is kind of a guest host, but thinks he is the most important part of the podcast. Hashtag not joking. You can find 365 on iTunes, Libsyn, Spotify, and awesome websites like DangerEntertainment.net, Nerdly.co.uk, and Tangent Bound Network. It's like shit in a field. Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... You think you've won? What is light without dark? What are you without me? I am part of you all. You can never defeat me. We are brothers eternal. Nice. Yeah. And I wish I could deliver that in that classic Tim Curry... I just don't have the the voice for it. No? No. He was good. Yeah. For those who don't know, that's from Legend. An early Tom Cruise movie that everybody forgets Tom Cruise is in because Tim Curry is just so fucking badass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's early Tom Cruise. Uh, Yeah. Directed by the great Ridley Scott, by the way. Just throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. So, how are you, sir? Uh, A little tired this week. Yeah. I'm good. Been working you. Yeah. Putting you to work. Yeah. Make you earn that paycheck. That's right. About fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's been a rough week. Yeah. You? No. I, 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 I fought all week. I got that that sickness that, that put Nancy on the ground. Did for, you? For a couple. I, I caught, but it, like, it didn't have that effect on me. Like, I just, I'm stuffed up. I'm congested. When did this all start? Oh, I, I felt it coming on Sunday night. Oh, did you? Yeah. Like, you could, like, feel it, you know. Uh-huh. But, like, it never, like, took me, like, a dish, like, can, can put me out of, you know, took me out of the play like, I, I was able to keep going like, yeah like unlike Nancy who like you know 
like, I mean, there was one day, like I said, I mean, you know, she was just completely immobile except for the fact that, you know, she got up to urinate. Yeah. You know, like, that was it. Like, I was, like she to go to the bathroom was the only reason she was getting out of bed. Right. I was able to function at least, you know. I went to work every day, stuff like that. Yeah. Not, I'm not, not that I'm putting her down. Like, I just have, that's my immune system. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, but it was just all week of just like, you know, cough drops and day quill and yeah, yeah you know i hate that shit i'm feeling better now but you know well, that's good yeah like all week i'm just like grunting it out yeah you know like fuck <laughs> i hear you yeah that's probably why like today like i, I kind of like i kind of like slept a lot of the day like i got up i, I, I wanted to go into work today uh-huh so I set my alarm clock for nine o'clock. Um, oh, three two pens. Nice. Uh, but um, I, so I set my alarm clock for nine because I wanted to go to like like work like eleven to five today. Yeah. And uh, I thought I hit the snooze button. I didn't. I turned off the alarm. And when I woke back up, it was like ten thirty. You know. And then like after Nancy left for work, I'm watching some TV and I nodded out for a while. Yeah. Made myself a bite to eat later on. Took another little. 40 minute cat nap yeah. <laughs> you know I mean like it was like just kind of like my body was just kind of like yeah we're not shutting down but we're kind of shutting down yeah <laughs> you know so I mean I feel fine I just I think it was just my body was kind of like saying like you, know, you pushed all week and uh, we need to recover a little bit so yeah. so fuck off <laughs> nice yeah but so that's my week like I, I spent my week Coughing a lot and sniffling. Yeah. Yeah. No fun. <laughs> no fun at all. Yeah. I didn't do much at all. I watched a movie last night. What'd you watch? Uh, Instant Family. Okay. With Wahlberg in it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's like real good. I mean, Sally was, up. Uh, yeah, once. Did you? Yeah. No, nothing wrong with that. I'm, you know. Yeah, it was it was actually really good. Um, it, you know, it was like a comedy sort of. I mean, there was a yeah. lot of comedy elements in it, yeah. of course. Yeah, that had a pretty serious overtone about adoption, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, they hit on a lot of things about adoption and stuff like that. Yeah, so it was definitely a pro-adoption movie. Yeah, obviously, but it was it was pretty good. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with it. Okay, cool. Yeah. He was funny. Yeah, it looked like one of those tug, tug at the heartstrings kind of movies. Yeah, but he wasn't like overly funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, I don't know. A family comedy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah it was good. So I watched that. And the latest Trek. Yeah. And then that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all mm-hmm. I can watch this week. Noish. You anything? Um, I I've been watching the newsroom. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I've watched about fifteen times, but I finished the West Wing and I was just like, I started watching the newsroom and I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> but that's not as bad. Cause it's only like ten episodes a season. Yeah. So it, it's not like you know over a hundred episodes. I'm trying to binge watch. It's you know like thirty. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not that bad. 
But it's such a good show. How many times have you seen it? Like, honestly, like probably like ten times. Holy hell. <laughs> That's I know. a lot. I don't I, think I, I can watch something 15 times like that. Well, it's like one of those shows that, like, I, I get, I mean, the only way, I mean, it's Aaron Sorkin, mm. who, who I, I, I absolutely love as a writer. And, like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's one of those last pieces he did that was like, this is the way things should have been or should be. Uh huh. And it's about, you know, a nightly news show. Yeah. You know, and it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, this isn't how the media is, but this is how you wish the media was. Wow. You know? Yeah. And it, 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 it plays with real stories. And it's like he says, it's like, you know, sometimes we let our characters be smarter mm. than everybody else. And, and sometimes they really fuck up. Yeah, you know, yeah, and but it's like it's it, it's interesting. I I enjoy it, and it's like again, it makes you think about like you know, fuck, why can't things be just this way? Yeah, you know, like it, I feel the same way about the West Wing. Like, I mean, Aaron Sorkin makes no no bones that you know he's a liberal, mm-hmm. but yet the characters he wrote, despite being Democrats, don't vilify Republicans. Yeah, like they they work with them from time to time. I mean, it, it's it it makes you like feel good about government, and then you realize what government really is. Yeah, like you come back to reality, you're like fuck, why can't government be like it was on the West Wing? <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that, that's what I've been watching. I watched Into the Spider Verse. Did you? Yeah. What do you think of it? Yeah. Um, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked how <clears throat> it was done. <clears throat> yeah, I like the animation style. I got a lot. into it yeah. a lot. Yeah, it was very creative. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. ahead of its time. I, yeah. I thought as far as cartoons, I mean, Marvel's not known for making great cartoons. No, not at all. But this was fantastic. Yeah, um, I love the, you know, the uh, balloons. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, it felt like a, it had a very comic booky feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Um, I wasn't crazy about the pig. <laughs> yeah. Or the uh, Japanese anime thing. Yeah. Um, I just, it just didn't fit to me. Uh, I get what they were going for, but it just somewhere, it got lost on me. But they do exist. I, in I, the Spider Verse, I, I mean, like, this I wasn't something that they created themselves. I, I mean, know, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I, I just, um, for some reason, it just didn't click with me. Yeah, but I did. I didn't bother me really. It just didn't like. Yeah, it just seemed not to fit. But I mean, like, it was good. Yeah. Um, I see what you were saying about Kingpin, but that's Kingpin. Yeah, I mean it's just that's what he is. Yeah, um, I just, I, I just that, that 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 character design. I, I mean, and Stork even pointed out like they've been doing that style for a long time with the Kingpin. I just don't care for it because it looks like he's got like a giant hunchback and like no neck, and it's just like his head comes out of like the. the yeah. yeah, I mean, it doesn't look good to me. But that, that's, that's my style. Opinion. Yeah, that. But I mean, I got past that. I was fine yeah. with that. I mean, that was familiar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I thought it had a good storyline. 
Um, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Spider Gwen looked really good. Yeah. And Peter looked good. I get it. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to get past that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I could see where it would be disappointing for some fans that, you know, Peter's aged and this is what he is. You know what that, I mean? That didn't bother me. No, it made sense to me. Yeah. Like, it, it was like one of those deals where, like, it was like the Peter Parker that, like, everything went to shit on. Yeah. And he just kind of was like, fuck it. You know, <laughs> I, I, I was wondering how I felt about it. Like, I mean, yeah. I, like, it made sense to me. Like, you know, I, it, that version of Peter Parker didn't bother me that much. Nah. You know, because I, at the end of it, he's kind of redeemed. Yeah. Like, because the whole time, he's just like, fuck this. This isn't my problem. <laughs> right. You know, I'm done, like, in a way. You yeah. Know, look at me. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. That was really well done. So that was definitely a bright spot in the week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was. And the voices they used for everybody was good, too. Yeah. I thought fit. Yeah. Especially Mary Jane. Yeah. That was like, it was weird. Like Who, who played Mary Jane? Well, I could have sworn it was, uh, what's her name? But it wasn't. But it, she even had the lip movements of what's her name. Um, From the, the, the Tobey Maguire movies. No. Oh, From the Amazing Spider-Man. Um, oh, um, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah, she even looked like Emma Stone. But she was good. I mean, you know, the limited. Limited time, you, you know. Yeah. She was on screen. Let's see here. But anyway, it was it was a good film. Zoe Kravitz. Mm-hmm. There he is. So Zoe Kravitz. I, I, I didn't even. Yeah. But the way she came across in the film, even the way she moved, like it was Emma Stone. I, yeah. It's like almost they took Emma Stone and put her on a comic book. Yeah. And gave her red hair. It was weird. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was good. The one that threw me was like the the original Peter Parker, like the first one. Oh, <laughs> Chris Pine. Yeah. Yeah. I like. Do you know it was Nick Cage? I knew it was Nick Cage as the, as Noir Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like when I found, I'm like that voice is really familiar to me. Who is that? And I, I looked it up. I'm like it's fucking Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah. That's dream casting. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to go all in on Chris Pine as the next Spider Man. You know? Yeah. Let's do an older Spider Man with Chris Pine. <laughs> Might work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was cool. Yeah. Definitely, cool. definitely a cool film. Probably should have seen it in theaters. But yeah, I, I mean, I it's, it's one of the few that I kind of wished I had seen in three D. Yeah, no. Like I don't. There aren't many movies I sit there and say, "Man, I wish I would have saw that in three D." But that was one that I kind of sat there and said, "I bet this looks really good in three D." Like really good. Yeah. It, it like would make sense in three D. Yeah. Jeez. Rogue going crazy there. Yeah. 
So, when this time, there were a, uh, a few trailers that actually dropped this week. Yeah. That um caught my attention. I'm, I'm sure. I don't know if they caught yours or not. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I was know. oblivious like all week. Yeah. I watched the Dora the Explorer one. Yeah, I just watched that too. Um, I wasn't going to delve into it, but, you know, wow. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but what's his name's funny? Yeah. He's not going to be Michael in it Pena. much. Yeah. yeah, he's not going to be in it much. Well, but this, what I took away from it was they're trying to make her into the Latino Lara Croft. Eh, maybe. Without the guns. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I took from it. I got, I got almost a Spy Kids feel from it. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. But, but not, not as much. Yeah. I'd respect it more if it went for that vibe. Yeah. With Robert Rodriguez directing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we did get a second trailer for John Wick. I didn't see that. You didn't see that? Oh, hold on. Let's watch that. Hold on. All right, see, so you just saw the second trailer for John Wick. Oh. Oh. So it's fucking good. ballet with guns. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. I agree. Like, I, I'm I'm in. I can't wait. I know. It's like bigger and badder, too. I, I One of the things I appreciate is, like, it would be really simple to just kind of, like, take this character. Like, you had the success of the first movie. You go and you do a second movie. And you just kind of, like, do the same thing almost. Uh and they have, like, they're just world building. Yeah. Like, you know, the high table. Like, everything is involved with, like, John Wick is, like, just building a bigger and bigger world. Yeah. Of the underworld. Right, right. You know? And it's, like, so fascinating how they've done. It's the same story just continuing. Yeah. Like, for th- it's chapter three. It's not part three. It's chapter three of this story. And it's, like, just fascinating to me that, like, how they've built this world around this character and like everything that goes on with it, it it's it, it's a revelation in, in the action movie genre in my opinion yeah absolutely like this this franchise has done something that you really haven't seen for a long time which is create a world and a story that is absolutely fascinating is not just a sequel yeah but a continuation right you know what I mean like an arc yeah which is why, like, 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 they talk about, like, they're talking about, like, doing, like, a TV show or something, like, on, like, HBO, uh-huh. which would, like, take place in the world. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? But as you look at this, you would kind of then say, like, with this, like, everything that they're doing, it, like, makes sense that you'd say, like, well, there's a world that we've created now that we can, like, do other things with. Right. You know? I find that absolutely fascinating. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. I mean, this looks fucking phenomenal. Over-the-top action is just choreographed in a way that's art, art, artistic. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It absolutely is. Like, I don't care what you say. You know, I mean, it, it, this is a piece of art, yeah. in my opinion. It's violent art, yeah, but it's yeah. art. <laughs> yeah. It's it's gruesome. Yeah. But it'll be good. I have no, I'm, you know, no worries about this film. Yeah. You know. Next up, the next trailer that caught my attention uh, was for Quentin Tarantino's ninth movie, <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Did you see this trailer? No. Oh, hold on. All right. So you just saw the, fir- the first trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It looks good. 
It gives you nothing. It gives you, exactly. But, I mean, like, it's like, this looks like it's Tarantino to the extreme. Yeah? Because it's like Hollywood, 1969. Like, like you could tell it's like an era that Tarantino, like, in all of his movies, would take place in modern day, I guess I should say. Yeah. Like, it's like he, like, worships, like, that time period, like, the late 60s and early 70s. Yeah. Because, of, like, the dialogue and the way he does things and the violence. Like, like that, it, he, like, would fit in in that time period. Yeah. Like, with the stuff that he likes. I mean, plus, like, you're just talking about the stuff that he likes and, yeah, yeah. you know, shit like that. Like, I mean, it's just, like, so, like, to him, like, make a movie about that time period, it, like, f- feels like this is absolutely what Tarantino should be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And fuck, is he good? No, he's good. No doubt about it. Yeah. It's big names in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Brad Pitt, DiCaprio, Margot Robbie. Yeah? Yeah. Well, just the two of them alone are big. Huge. Yeah. To get them in the same movie. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. And Pitt playing the stuntman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The old man. Yeah. Oh. The Lee Majors. Yeah. I love it. I, I, yeah. I love it. Like, I'm, I'm you know, it, it looks so good to me. Yeah. Like, I'm always intrigued to see what Tarantino does next. And, like, this just, you know, I know there's a bit of Manson involved with it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like yeah. Mar- Margot Robbie's plays... What's the name that gets killed? Can't think of her name though. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the one guy came out of the trailer with like the fucked up looking hair. I think it's supposed to be Manson. Oh. You know, so yeah, I mean it's uh, because that's what everybody assumed. Like he talked about like you know Maryland, like uh you know Charles Manson's in the movie. Everybody assumed it's like a some sort of Manson film. He's like, no, he's just in the movie. Yeah, you know, this isn't about Charles Manson. It's just, it's just, it's he like that's gonna be part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> you know, because yeah. everybody assumed it was a Charles Manson movie. Oh, really? Originally, yeah. Like he, because he talked about it, the way he talked about it initially. Everyone's like, what's this Charles Manson movie? And he's like, no, 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 it's not a Charles Manson movie. <laughs> he's just in the movie. They're like what? Okay, makes sense. <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> You're Quentin Tarantino. Who are we to who are we to judge? Yeah, do what you want. Yeah, but um, it's just with like Tarantino, it's like stupid shit. Like 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 he, he does die. Like I, the reason you always love Kevin Smith is because he does dialogue so well. Yeah, you know, but Tarantino does dialogue really well too, along with visuals. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's like interesting because like. He's like he's like he's like Kevin Smith plus, right? Because he, he he does vis- things visually very well. Yeah, and like, that's the other thing I like about it. like you know his use of black and white in certain scenes, color in certain scenes in the trailer. You're like, oh, okay, this looks very interesting. Yeah, you know, so yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. So the third trailer that caught my attention was the trailer for Stranger Things. Okay. Did you see this? No. Oh, okay. Well, let's, let's pause again. All right, so we just watched the, the trailer for season three of Stranger Things. Yeah, and that looks amazing. Yeah. 
I know what I'm doing for Fourth of July. Yeah. You know, fuck the fireworks. <laughs> yeah, that looks amazing. I think it looks really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to go back and rewatch the first two seasons. <laughs> yeah. I just want to. Like, you I mean, need to watch Star Trek Discovery. I, I, I know. I know. I need to catch up on it. But I, 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 here's a show like I, I really want to. I really want to go back and watch, especially that first season. That first season was so fucking good. Oh yeah. Like, the second season's good. I have a lot of problems with it. Yeah. But it's still very good. Like mm-hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh-huh. That first season was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was. Like, it was absolutely amazing to watch. Yeah, it was. It was really good. You know, and, like, I'm looking for, because it, and this honestly looks like, and feels like it's capturing that that magic of that first season again a little bit. Yeah, with the 80s and the malls. And... Yeah, I, well, I mean, the, the, the second season did that, too, but I, I think more uh. importantly, I, I think the gang is going to be all together for the majority of this. Yeah. Like, I... I think there's going to be fractures. I think you know, which is what you're going to expect because they're growing up. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like you know they're not like it used to be like there was this tight group gang of four boys who played Dungeons and Dragons every night in the basement. Yeah, and now here they are growing up. They're finding out about girls. <laughs> you know, I mean, like yeah. there's all this shit going on, which is what is part of growing up, but yet. You, it'll, somehow you want to hold on to like that that four guys in a basement right you know so I think there's there's gonna be some of that going on which is, is I'm fine with that as part of adolescence as part of growing up is what you're expecting but at, at the same time as well like I, I think there's something about like like there's that one scene that they show and it's like there's broken glass they're kind of beat up looking but you can tell it's like the entire group is together. Yeah. You know, and like even like the older sister and you know, the the boyfriend like all all that jazz like they're all together ready to take down whatever it is that's haunting them. You're right. You know, what I mean like and that's those are the kind of moments that, that this show plays off of extremely well. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Looking forward to it actually. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I can't. I cannot wait for that. Have you watched any of um, Shit's Creek? Yeah, it's a great show. It is a great show. Yeah, I like. I watched. You it may on have mentioned it on here before, yeah. but I, I started. I was. I've been really watching it. Yeah, and it's an awesome show. It is. Like it's it's amazing. Like surprisingly awesome. Like, I, I didn't expect much from him. Like, Eugene Levy, okay, yeah. You know, I, I looked at the cast, like, okay, I, you know, this could be somewhat funny. It is hysterically funny, and it's so well done. Yeah. You know, and they just announced that, you know, the next season is going to be their last season. It's, like, sad to hear because it's so fucking good. Yeah. You know. So him and his son did real well on this. Yeah. Truly. I mean, yeah. It's, it's a great show. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Like it's it's like every single episode, I, I'm just laughing my ass off. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of shows that announced there, um, oh, that's a that's a final for the Penguins. Three two, they win. Nice. There you go. But um, we need them points. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> but, I, I not. I think we're gonna get into the playoffs. Yeah. 
It's just... Just position. Position. Yeah. We're creeping. Yeah. I mean, we're like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. But, um... They, they announced <laughs> the other day um, that next season, the 15th season of Supernatural, will be the last season yeah, for it. It's done. That's, uh... That's surprising. Who would have thought I would have gone this long? Exactly. I, mean, I, I think that's part of it. I mean, you sit there and you say, fuck, 15 seasons. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, though, I mean, like, it's like, I guess you have to decide at some point when, when, you, <laughs> when to hang it up. Right. You know, and I guess after 15, that's, that's good enough. Yeah. You know, but... I mean, Nancy's a huge fan. Uh-huh. You know, um, she she got into it late, binge-watched, I think, like 10 seasons, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, And got caught up, and now, you know, for the past four, she's been watching it. You know, and, you know, she's got the jacket, and... Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, you know, she, she's got, a I think, an Azriel Funko Pop or something. I mean, you know, she, she's all in. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... And good, good for those guys. I mean, you know, you. I, I mean, I know you say it's CW, and they'll let a lot of shit fly, you know. But I mean, like, the, still, like, fifteen seasons of a show, no matter what network you're on, that's an impressive run. Oh, for sure, dude. You know, yeah. That's unheard of. It is in this day and age. It is absolutely unheard of. Like, shows don't run that long anymore. No, not at all. The stars don't want to be a part of a show that long. But even shows back in the day that never ran that long. I, I think you, you you'll find success. Fifteen seasons. Successful shows did run longer. Like and nowadays, if you can, if you have a successful show and you get five or six seasons out of it, yeah, you've done something. You know, like and I, I think it's just the the mentality of people want to do other things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I mean, and 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 let's 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 face facts. Um, Justin Eccles and Jared Padalecki, you know, they were two guys who could have done other things. Yeah, they absolutely could have. But, you know, they they could have. I, I'm willing to bet they probably could have been big movie stars because of their looks and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they chose instead to stick with this show and ride it out for 15 years is impressive. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that's what I mean. Like you just that's why you don't see that anymore. Like, I, I think back in the day in the seventies and the eighties, a long running TV show like that was a little bit more commonplace. Yeah. Not that every show ran that long, but I think it was a bit more commonplace. I don't, not that long. No, not fifteen, but long running. Yeah. Like you said, like any more, like you get a show that runs six years, you you go long enough. Like and and as much as I hate to say, like even like the Big Bang Theory. I mean, that's ten years. Yeah. That's kind of impressive as well. I mean, say what you will about that show. I'm not a huge fan of it, mm. but it, it's still an impressive run. Yeah. In an, in an age where, like, the, the average sitcom, if you get to five years, you're happy because now you're in syndication <laughs> money. Yeah. And you kind of call it quits. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's all you're aiming to do is get the syndication money. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Ending. Hmm? I said it's ending. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm sure there were there are many a uh, many a milf 
around the country, <laughs> weeping. <laughs> sure. I'm fucking awful. Uh, but um, in other news, uh, as of went midnight Wednesday. Um, the 20th Century Fox yes. Disney merger is absolutely positively complete. It is a done deal. So, all those all those Marvel properties that that Fox owned are now back in the hands of Disney. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is Fox still has two X Men movies, yeah. as we all know. Now, Dark Phoenix is going to be released later this year. Mm-hmm. I think I think in June, May or June. But they still have New Mutants. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, New Mutants has been pushed all around the schedule. It's been scheduled for reshoots that have never been completed. Yeah, they're shelving it. That, well, that's like what the, I found an article on Comic Book Resources. Yeah. Where they kind of like asked that question, like, what is going to be done with this? Um, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Disney has yet to decide what to do with the film. One possibility would be to release the movie as initially planned. The New Mutants currently has a scheduled release date of October 2nd. However, rumors have circulated that the film requires reshoots before it can be released, which would make those the summer release date more un- unlikely. Those reshoots were announced last year, but no schedule has been given for the additional production time. Another possibility has been floated amidst the, the company suggests that the film will instead be released not in theaters, instead the new movies could arrive via streaming services such as Hulu, which Disney gained a majority stake in with the Fox merger, and its own unco- upcoming Disney+. Plus. The new movies is something of a genre curveball for the franchise, with last year's trailer setting up as a superhero-slash-horror hybrid. It's currently unknown how... And when the final the final film in the original X Men franchise that began in two thousand will see the light of day. So this, I'm gonna be honest, like when that trailer got released, mm-hmm. you and I both gushed about it because it was mm-hmm. it was a curveball in the superhero genre. Yeah, it was. At this point, do you want to see this movie see the light of day? I do, if they can get it done. I don't. No? Like, it, it's... I, I think... Like, the, the, the whole rumor was that, like, they released the trailer, and the trailer sold you a bill of goods that the movie really isn't. And that's why they scheduled the reshoots, because they're like, wow, everybody re- reacted to this like it's a horror movie. Maybe we need to do some reshoots to make sure it looks like that. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, Like, so, I feel like... <laughs> This is a movie that's kind of in so much flux as far as what it actually is that, like, even with the reshoots, like, I had my doubts that this was going to be a good movie now. Yeah. Like, you could do reshoots all you want, but, like, if it was originally wasn't supposed to look like a horror movie, and now you're trying to make it look like a horror movie with reshoots, that's going to look bad. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know what I mean? And I, I just, I don't think, at this point, I just much rather see this get shelved. And never see the light of day. <laughs> you know, let's just finish with Dark Phoenix, put the X-Men away for a couple years, 
and bring them back for phase five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I'm at. Okay. Big yawn. I know. Waiting for your rebuttal there, but you had to yawn instead. I know. I'm boring you to death. No, no, no not at all. <laughs> um, I don't know. Might as well just release it. <laughs> just get it all out, then be done. But would you be? What, do you think it'd be better off? Sure, I'll be disappointed. It's not a horror movie. Yeah, because that's what they were banking. I mean, that's what we thought it was. Yeah, that's what we talked about. Yeah, it was just wow. We were like, well, and that's what the internet talked about. So like, Fox was like, oh shit, is it a horror movie? No. Oh fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it was like one of those deals where you're like, oh man, we uh, we need to fix this and fix it fast. Yeah. You know, I I don't know like. I, I, maybe you're just better off putting it on Hulu. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure at some point, like, it's it's got to be like an expense that Disney has to like do something with. Yeah, you know, I, I don't even want to see Dark Phoenix. No, I mean, we've discussed it. It just doesn't look good. No, it's just they keep fucking around with this property, and it's just like fuck. Just leave it alone and let it let this die. Yeah, I don't care if McAvoy's in it or not. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. I don't think he can even, and him and uh, Fastbender can even save this one. Yeah, they just need to move away from Magneto. He's got to move away from. Him. Yeah, and, I, and Professor X. No matter how good they are, I mean they're fantastic. Yeah, but it's not evolving. Yeah, like I it agree. Should. I agree. I mean, there's just so many fucking. I know I've said this, but I mean, there's just so many fucking stories. Yeah. You can go down with these guys. And they're just fucking stuck on Fastbender and Professor X. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. Charles and Magneto. Every single film, almost. Well, I, I think what's interesting is that you don't see a ton of Fastbender in these trailers, though. Oh, I'm sure he'll rear his head. Well, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he plays an important role. Yeah. Like, I mean... <laughs> there is there is that moment where like he's like you didn't come to me seeking permission. Like I mean, yeah, I, I can't remember what the line is, but like, yeah. like I, I'm sure he, I'm sure Magneto plays a role of some type, but I don't think as much as the other movies have been where he's the focus. I think the focus is straight on Gene. Yeah, you know, and you know whatever cosmic entity has overtaken her. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I mean, I'm in your boat, though. I, I agree with you. Where like I do feel like, especially after after Apocalypse, like it felt like you know this has to be like the next generation. <laughs> yeah. In a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you you're, you're letting these this younger generation take over, come to the forefront. And I don't know how much you're letting that happen. Yeah. I mean, Nicholas Holt's a great actor. Yeah. You know, as long as you're not putting him into some shitty beast makeup, I'm right there. Oh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't want to see that motherfucker smile. <laughs> so bad. But. As much tech as we have, he just still looks so bad as Beast. I thought Wesley Kramer looked better than Beast. Yeah, yeah. 
look more true to the part. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially in X3. As bad as that movie is. <laughs> yeah. As bad as that is. Kelsey Grammer is the shining point. Yeah. You know. He is. He is. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. I agree. I, I, I agree. Like, I'm, I mean, if you can make Nightcrawler look so good... Yeah. How can you fuck up one of the main X-Men so bad? I agree. I mean, he, they've just... Uh, and I don't even know if they should make it. <laughs> and I don't know if Disney should. I mean, I'm sure they will. But, I mean, they have just jacked it bad, so bad, that... Well, I, I think you're at a point where you have to... Re- like, Dark Phoenix is done. You have to release that. Yeah. I, I think the problem with with New Mutants is it's in such a flux. And it's an incomplete movie. You know, and you're coming up on a, on a deadline where you have to have... You said you're going to release this movie. You're better off not releasing it. Yeah. And maybe trying to figure out what to do with it and just release it on a streaming service. Yeah. You know? But, like, I mean... The fact that it's in such flux and it's been pushed around so much right. leads me to think that this is just a bad movie. Yeah. You know, I you know, there are when you usually when you see this happen to movies, it's not a good thing. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it you know, it, it got pushed, you know, it was supposed to be released like, you know, October of last year, then it got pushed to February of this year. Now it's got pushed to August of this year. I mean, when you see a movie getting pushed around like that for its release date, that's never a good sign. No. No good movie has that ever done, happened with. Yeah, you're right. You know? No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, so. I mean, at this point, I agree with you. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm just like, you know, let's just shelve this. It's just, you know, maybe it's that bad enough that maybe nobody should see it. <laughs> you know? And uh, let's just move on and in a couple years reboot the entire franchise. Yeah. Because that's what Marvel's doing, by the way. Yeah. Like, they've admit, like, like The only thing it's carrying over from Fox after Dark Phoenix is Deadpool. Oh, really? Yeah. They're continuing that franchise as is. That's good. Yeah. So Deadpool will be its own little universe. <laughs> now, how they incorporate that possibly into the Marvel universe, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if you do, like, do you just bleep Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. How do you handle that? I don't know. Or maybe you just don't. Yeah, you either don't or just cameo, and that's it. I mean, yeah, he doesn't fit. No, he doesn't. I mean, but that, 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 and that's also the beauty of, like, I, I mean, the first one where he, he's like, I'm taking you to see the professor. And he's like, which one? Stuart or McAvoy? I always get him confused. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, that, that's a line that only Deadpool can pull out. Yeah. You know, and. But it doesn't work in Endgame. That no. type of film. No. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just doesn't fit. Yeah. I agree. Even his comedic relief. Yeah. Because he's kind of his own thing, right? You know, so yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. Like, it, but it's like one of those things where, like, you know, there are going to be fanboys out there. Like, we want to see Deadpool in an Avengers movie. No, no, not no. Really. doesn't no, fit. Doesn't fit. Yeah. 
I mean, you might be able to get away with it in a Spider-Man movie, maybe. But the the, the problem is like he's so vulgar and he's so dirty. <clears throat> like I mean, I mean, like it, it's 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 a straight up like I I just can't see how you can fit that into the Marvel universe. Which I mean, I'm not saying it's squeaky clean, but I mean they're just they're, they're not dropping f bombs. He's not showing his his baby balls to you. You know, I mean, that, 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 that's not gonna like that level of humor, which I think is hysterical, is not gonna work in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, it's not. And like for you to censor that character to make it fit into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, to me, just doesn't work. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Yeah. So. Like, let, Disney's got a, not going to have a character that shoves a fucking bag full of coke into his mask and pops it. But they will, but not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. It, 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 you know, when that comes up, it'll probably still have the, the 20th Century Fox logo and everything in, in front of it to say, it's not really a Disney movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what they're going to be looking to do. Yeah. You know, it's not going to open up with the Marvel banner first. It's going to open up with, like, you know, they're going to make that distinction still. Yeah. I think. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Deadpool. Yeah. In some other news, so <clears throat> things we're finding out about Warner Brothers in DC. Mm. Well, with James Gunn, as we've as we've talked about recently. Um, he's doing the, the Suicide Squad. Yeah. This is not a sequel. It's a reboot. <laughs> they're, 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 they've gone out of their way to tell us this. Yeah. What, what Warner Brothers is basically saying to us is, we fucked up and we're just making movies now. There is no connected universe per se. It's, it is, but it isn't. We're not going to work to make it all work together. We're just making movies. Okay. And out of that is our good friend Ezra Miller. Okay. Now, Ezra Miller was the Flash in the Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. And he was due to have his own movie. And they're running out of time to make the movie. Yeah. And... Warner Brothers is like, yeah, we, we want to take the Flash and kind of make it a lighter movie. And Ezra Miller's like, no, 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 no. Zack Snyder's vision was much darker, and I like that. Yeah. And, you know, so Warner Brothers has hired the... Uh, they have a script written by the... Game Night and Spider-Man Homecoming comedy duo John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Ezra Miller is pursuing his own version and is working with comic book writer Grant Morrison to write his own darker take on the Scarlet Speedster. Now, say what you will about Zack Snyder's vision, per se. If there's any character that should not dwell in the darkness, it's the Flash. Yeah. Like, the Barry Allen Flash should never be a dark character. Okay. You know, he can, he can dwell in dark moments, 
But he needs to be the beacon of hope and light. Because that's what he is in the comic books. Yeah. Like, that's Barry Allen. Ba- Barry, like, at one point, like, during the Darkest Night um, arc, mm-hmm. you know, we discover, you know, during, this is all Green Lantern based, we discover there are other Lanterns out there. And in the dark, in, in the darkest moment when the, the Black Lantern is about to take over, you know, it's Barry Allen as the beacon of hope, and he he's given the blue ring, which is hope. Mm. You know, he's the Blue Lantern now. Like, and that's that's who Barry Allen is. He's the beacon of hope when all others have have kind of like given up. Yeah, and like I like Grant Morrison a lot. But like Barry just can't be like I don't I don't want a, a a Flash movie that's all sunshine and rainbows, but at the same time you can't make that character Batman. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. But this is all so frustrating because it's like. It's like the, the Warner Brothers has kind of just said, fuck it, we can't compete. Yeah. You know what I mean? We tried, we failed, fuck it. Let's just make good movies. Yeah. Well, well why didn't you just say, let's make good movies to begin with? <laughs> yeah, all right. You could have still done this. Yeah. If you had made good movies. Yeah. You know what I, I, I We've gone over it time and time again. I'm the fanboy, I know, but I'm beating my head against the wall every time they open their fucking mouths and tell me what, like, yeah, we're just saying fuck it. (laughs) Come on, man. Let's make a good movie, man. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's very frustrating. As DC Bowser head to Marvel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what's frustrating about it, it's like, you could have done that. You you could have done what Marvel's done. But you went about it in such the wrong way. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you went so ass backwards about it. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So. That's yeah. that. Alright, so, moving on to the, the last little bit of news. Okay. Um, you know, the Transformers are being rebooted based upon Bumblebee. Okay. Now, what I find interesting is, um, in an interview, in a new interview, Lorenzo de Bonaventure who produced every Transformers movie thus far, says he plans to switch things up in Bumblebee 2 and the rest of the planned Transformers film to create a fusion of Bumblebee and the Michael Bay movies with a little more Bayhem. Um, the audience has had asked us several times in different ways, I want to get to know a Transformer better. We did that. In some respects, definitely a tip to the audience, he said. The interesting part is when you set out to do something like that, you don't exactly know the ramifications of it. 
In this case, the ramification was for the people who didn't love the movie was not enough action. Because you're telling more of an intimate story, therefore you cannot. Uh, in terms of the lessons they've learned from making Bumblebee, he explains, several lessons have come out of this. One is that we have the freedom to tell almost any story. The other is that how strongly the audience identified with the strength of character and emotion. I know the next Transformer, our attempt anyway, is to sort of do a fusion of Bumblebee and the Bay movies. A little more Bayhem and a little bit more of the character falling in love within the emotional dynamic of the movie. One of the things I want to do, and I hope we pull it off, is we do it with Bumblebee because he's so cute and he's so adorable, but he can't talk. I think the more human we can make these characters, the more people are going to like them. So... <laughs> Now, Bumblebee's the lowest grossing Transformers movie out of the six that have been released. Mm. However, it's the best of the six. Yeah. I know you haven't seen it yet. No. Like, I get their point to an extent. Uh-huh. I mean, this was not an action-packed movie. It was it was E.T. Okay. Okay. It had an action-packed beginning, it had an action-packed ending, and in the middle was learning all about this character. Okay. Okay? And it was phenomenal. Yeah. It was so well done. You know? And, like, I don't... I So, like, I get where they're saying, like, the people who didn't like Bumblebee were like, well, it was kind of a boring movie. Well, you know, it wasn't supposed to be a typical Transformers movie. Yeah. Is it supposed to feel like an Amblin movie? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I get where you want to say, like, you know, if if you're doing it, you want to create more action. But at the same time, like, the problem you always have with those Transformers movies was one, there was too many of them that they all looked alike for the most part, mm -hmm. and two, like, you want to get to know the character. Yeah. Like, why am I rooting for Optimus Prime? I know so little about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was the beauty of the cartoons is you got to know these characters. Right. I can root, like, I, you know, you sit there and you say, well, you know, you rooted for Bumblebee in the other movies because, you know, he was kind of the comic relief. But at the same time, like, no, I, I, I <laughs> want to get to know the character better. Right. And this movie does such a brilliant job of doing that. Yeah. You know, and you appreciated that, and I, I guess I hope, my, my, my hope is, like, uh, we have a roadmap a little bit, I can see where you want to action it up a little bit more, it's going forward, Yeah. but don't fuck it up too much. Right. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know, I guess it's, it's tough to, like, because I get where people were coming from that didn't like it to say it was a boring movie. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I didn't find it boring at all. Yeah. You know. I know it's not for you to comment because you haven't seen the movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So. Yeah. But like when you hear something like this, I, I, I got to talk about it just because like it's like, like, fuck, this movie was so good. Yeah. It was so... Like, and it, But it, it was what it had to be. 
Like, if you would have had, like, action every 10 minutes, it wouldn't have made any fucking sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're doing it this way, it felt much purer. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying, like, the next movie has to be the same way, but I don't want action every 10 minutes. I want to get to know the characters, especially the Transformer characters, you know, that you don't normally get to know much about. Right. I had a big problem with... See, I had a big problem with... (laughs) This is not weird. The first Wahlberg movie. Yeah. Right. I thought it was setting up well. Yeah. But I just... I couldn't get into the Transformers themselves. Yeah. Like, I had no interest. Yeah, like... I mean, they looked okay. They looked better because you could at least identify them. Yeah, but I still couldn't get into their characters. Yeah. I just... Yeah, I could at least say, well, that's the John Goodman Transformer, that's the Ken Wanatabi Transformer. You know what I mean? Like, I could do that, but, like, I didn't know anything about them. No, nah, and it was just kind of boring. Yeah. When it got into them. Like, the bickering between them, all that crap. I, It got boring to me. Yeah, because you didn't know anything about them. Like, right. you, you didn't know, like, if they would have spent more time developing those characters. Yeah. Instead of making them caricatures, you know what I mean? Maybe you would have had more of an investment in them. Later on down the line. Yeah. Instead, it's the Michael Bay formula of, of, okay, I need to blow something up every 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And Bay's better than that. That's what drives me nuts is I know Michael Bay is better than that. Yeah. You know? Like it's how, just boring. Like how he evolved into this guy who needs to, like, and he, he's not even that way. He's done other movies. You're not blowing shit up every ten minutes. It, yeah. But like it's like in these Transformer movies, he feels like you know there has to be an action beat every ten minutes, and if there's not, the audience is gonna fall asleep. And you're so fucking wrong, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I love Michael Bay movies, but develop the characters. Yeah. You know, the Transformers are characters. And maybe he doesn't see them that way. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, it's just it's weird because like you have Mike, you have Steven Spielberg who's the executive producer of these, mm. and you're just like, why haven't you stepped in and said, like to Bay, like during those five movies, like, dude, this is how you should be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Let me take you under my wing. Yeah. Because visually you've got it right, but there is some shit you can learn from me. Right. Right. You know, right. Instead, Spielberg's like, yeah, blow shit up. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. What? Stick to your guns. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whatever works. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, the only any and the only transfer that you really have any kind of connection to is Optimus. And, yeah. And B. And B. Yeah. And that's like deliberate because like everything, all the others are like so interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like. What's the one where, uh, was it Jazz died? or? Yeah, it was the, set, the first one. Was it? Yeah. Like, cause he, he, like, Megatron grabs him and rips him in half. Yeah. And you're just like, that's it? Jazz? It was fucking Jazz? Yeah. You know, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it made no sense. And bringing on the comedic relief of the robots was bad. Oh, the, uh. Twins. And oh, then oh! Even the little guy was bad. Yeah, yeah. There's a there, yeah. 
there was just so much bad in these movies. I mean, the only the reason you went to see these movies was just to see the Transformers. Right. Transformers. Right. There's nothing else in these movies that... Yeah. But, like, I mean, the other problem is, like, like you kind of mentioned, like, other than Prime and B... You don't know about anything about anybody. No. And they're so fucking interchangeable. Like, like, but even on a Decepticon base, too, Shockwave, Soundwave, and Starscream were three huge Transformers on the Decepticon end of things. Yeah. You don't know anything about them. No. Nothing. Shockwave's a satellite. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, 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 like, just surprising, like, how they've... Yeah, and then, like, when you had a chance to see, like, you know... The sound waves. Oh yeah, that was dumb. Oh, it's it's, it's done better in 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 trans in uh, Bumblebee. Is it? Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Like the first ten minutes are, are just like if you are a G one Transformers fan, you are going to just be like skeet 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 all over the place. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm in the theater. Like, I, like, you know a little bit about it just from, like, the, 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 um, the trailers and stuff. Like, those first ten minutes, I was just, like, I can't, this is, this is a Transformers movie I've waited to see. Yeah. You know? It's like you want to tell Bay, it's like, come on, man, read the back of the box. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) We did. Yeah. We knew all about these characters. I mean, it's the same problem you had with the G.I. Joe movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you mean Duke dies? Yeah. Duke doesn't Duke die. doesn't die. <laughs> I mean, it, it's so bad. And, like, you like you want... I, I wanted to yell, did anybody read the back of the box? Yeah. And the only time they read the back of the box in those movies was between Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Yeah. That's it. Only shit they got right in in, in, in two in two GI Joe movies. The only shit they got right was Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's the only thing they got right. Yeah, and those were the best parts of the movie. Yeah, to me. Oh yeah, I can care less about this Zartan they created. Yeah, and which didn't make much sense to me. How bad are those GI? Even even Dwayne Johnson and Bruce Willis couldn't save that second fucking movie. Nah. That's how bad those fucking movies are. Because it wasn't Joe anymore. No, it wasn't. Hmm. Nah, it wasn't. You talk about an arsenal of storylines and characters and... Where's my shipwreck movie? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like you have... Yeah, I'm with the parrot. Yeah. But, I mean, like, you have an arsenal of, like... So many different types of characters and storylines you can go with that. And then, you know, you kill them all off. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. I agree. It's bad. I don't know how you can just ruin a property like that. It's shocking. It's absolutely shocking, like, how you go about that. Because, I mean, that, that like, you talk about a property that was it's, it's prime for, like, the movies. Yeah. You know. I mean, you could have really run with it. 
Yeah. Six, seven, eight movies. Yeah, if you did it right. Mm. You know, The Rock is Roadblock. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I mean, you, you had a shot. And, and, like, some of it like was, like, like, really well done. Like, you know, like in the first movie, like, their, their version of Baroness was, I was okay with that. Yeah. You know, but, like, everything else, bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, even even the first movie, Christopher Eccleston as Destro was bad. Uh-huh. Like, how do, how do you waste Christopher Eccleston? Oh, I know how. Thor to Dark World. But <laughs> still, like, even Christopher Eccleston, like, couldn't chew up the scenery enough in that movie. Mm. It was just terrible. Yeah. You know what? That was bad. I don't know. You could have done. You could have done a lot. I mean, you could have got some decent actors to come in. Yeah. Done. You could have done a whole arc. Yeah. You know, at least a three movie arc. Yeah. Which would have been pretty decent. Nope. All of a sudden, you know, Cobra Commander's taking over the White House. Yeah. And the Cobras, you know, Cobra flags fly. Yeah. And that's it. And all the Joes are dead. Oh, no. I mean, don't, don't forget, we're basically going to ignore everything that took place in the first movie. Um, you know, because we had Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who was like this like really shitty version of Cobra, Cobra Commander for some reason. Yeah. You know, with his see-through plastic face mask. What the fuck was that? Yeah. I, Agreed. Uh, I agree. Mm. I agree with you. It's just... I mean, they, like, two, like, really fucking bad movies. Mm-hmm. And just killed a property. Yeah. Like, to the point where, like, like nobody talks about making a third movie. No We're trying to, to reboot it. No one wants to touch that right No, now. that's radioactive. <laughs> yeah. You I, know. I have a feeling He-Man's going to be radioactive, too. Yeah. I hate to say that. I really do. Like, I saw the kid they they're, they <laughs> hired, a, and I, yeah. like, that's He-Man? This kid? Okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he man should look like what's his name from Flash Gordon. What's his name? Sam Jones. Sam Jones. Yeah. Or, or, or Dolph Lundgren. Too old. Well, I, I, I know now, but so Sam Jones. But my point, I mean, Dolph Lundgren played He Man. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're right. Yeah, it's just in a movie that really wasn't all that bad. It just didn't have a good budget. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you look at, like, I mean, they had Frank Langella playing Skeletor. Frank fucking Langella, who chewed scenery and made every scene he's in worth watching. Yeah. Like, it was, his Skeletor is amazing. Yeah. It, it, by, that by itself is worth watching this movie for. Yeah. You know, I mean, the rest of it's kind of bad. I'm not, I mean, you know, and, <laughs> you know. It was bad. It was bad, but Frank Langella, by, uh, it, just to see him playing Skeletor is worth watching that movie for. Because yeah. he is really fucking good. Like, this great actor they got, to, they, they like somehow, like, like horn-swoggled into, like, <laughs> putting on this makeup and, like... Yeah. Sir Alec Guinness. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but, uh... Yeah, it was just, that was such a bad movie. Yeah. Especially when they came out of the other dimension and it became like this, this fucking uh, <laughs> parade. Yeah. Oh, oh so yeah. bad. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. 
another property they've ruined too. I feel is they've ruined the turtles. Yeah, they that could have been so much better. Yeah, and the new yeah, ones are just horrible. Yeah. I agree with you. Like, I mean, it, it, that's that, and that's a rough one because I mean, and that's going back to our youth. You know, even the turtles was probably a little bit later than us. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. But I was watching the cartoon. Yeah. But to do an original turtles movie. Yeah. The originals. Yeah. Like before pizza. Yeah. Yeah, that like, type, like the, the black and white cartoon. That style? Yeah. Oh, it could have oh, been yeah. really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that, you, you couldn't do... I mean... Oh. I mean, they, they were trying to do... They, they were trying to do Frank Miller stuff with with Ninja Turtles. Because, mm. I mean, that, that's why it was, like, so dark and so violent. And, then, like, you know, they found that they could make money if they lightened that shit up. I know. All right, so... Uh, after that rant, this is the Tony old mailbag. Okay. Mailbag. And as always, we start with a good friend, super fan Thad. Hello, my two favorite hosts who like the wife swap. Wow. No, we've never done that. See each other naked, but never swapped wives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you like some good news? Um, no, no, the rash time did not go away. No, no, Marion Ross did not appoint me president of her. No, no. <laughs> it's official. Platypus and I have placed an offer on a house and they accepted. In 30 days, we'll be homeowners. Well, congratulations. Yeah. It's a three bedroom Cape Cod in Manaka. Manaka, holy fuck, dude! Manaka, where's that at? That's a drive, is where that's at. Holy fuck, my friend! Just think, the next time ECW has a November to remember in the EC in the CCBC Golden Dome, I will be close. That's right, because you're in Beaver fucking County. <laughs> holy fuck, snacks, my friend. Even though I will say, I once had a great time in Manaka. Did you? Yeah. I went to, um, it was a, a fireman's convention. Okay. And I got dragged up there by a couple of my boys. And I ended up being a designated driver. And this is before I met Nancy. Okay. <laughs> it was the 90s. And I ended up being the designated driver. And we're hitting all these places. And I'm just drinking Pepsi after Pepsi after Pepsi. And we end up at this one bar. And this really hot bartender was like, are you the designated driver? Or she's like, why do you keep ordering Pepsis? I'm like, I'm the designated driver. She's like, you're not filling them up. You, you don't have a flask. I'm like, no, I'm the designated driver. I'm just drinking fucking Pepsi. Mm. Like, trust me, I want booze. But somebody's got to drive home. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And... She kept feeding me Pepsi's all night and gave me her phone number because she respected that. Nice. But because she was all the way in fucking Manac, I never hooked up with her. Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm sure it might have been worth the drive, but 
I wasn't making the drive. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Wasted opportunities in Sean's love life. Yeah. So. Um, when I was in New York this week, I had some shrimp pasta at a local place I like to go to. I have no idea what they did, but they used too much lemon. I thought I was eating a plate of mop and glow. <laughs> well, at least the old cold shoot was nice and clean after I digested my food. Uh, I'm not a fan of shrimp. But um, I, I guess, I, I mean, so I don't know anything about shrimp pasta, but I would imagine if it has too much lemon, that would probably ruin the flavor. Yeah. You know. I scared the maid. I answered the door in a horse mask and thong. Like she never saw a grown man in a horse mask before. Look, that's just wrong. <laughs> Ian's, Ian just shivered. Yeah. <laughs> you know better. Have you ever put the phone between your legs when you were taking a shit? No, no, no. <laughs> my friend, no. Are you guys giving up anything for Lent? I'm giving up wearing a bear mask and running around in a thong. Well, I'm not Catholic, so it's not a problem for me. That's it for Superfan Thad. Next up, we have our good friend, the Otter, better known as Superfan Tim. Tim writes in, hey, Pittsburgh nerds. Short writing this week. Not much going on with me. I finished Umbrella Academy and really liked it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. How far along are you with that? Not. You've... I haven't gone back to it. No. Wow. I will. Mm -hmm. Halfway through Deadly Class on Sci-Fi. Man, is that good as well. Mm -hmm. Two for two. I just need to get Beaver to watch Triple Frontier so I can yell about what's wrong with the guns. I am highly anticipating you watching that movie so you can tell me everything that I thought was cool that was really wrong. Okay. Probably going to watch the Pens game tonight, or I could just wait till the last five minutes to see that them do their best to blow it. <laughs> Did you catch the Mark Madden and Emmanuel Sanders going at each other on Twitter? Mm. I don't follow either, so no, I didn't see that. Right. No. It was awesome. So, yeah, I, I did. I, I You're the first person who's told me. I, again, I think it's, this whole thing goes to that whole, I, I the local press defending Ben Roethlisberger too hard, the national press going after Ben Roethlisberger a little too hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I know Emmanuel Sanders has said a few things, especially about the Steelers as a whole. Like that whole, like apparently when his contract was up and they chose to spend all that money on Antonio Brown. Yeah. And he became a free agent and they, they offered him like $3 million. Yeah. Like, it's not like, it was a ridiculous offer. Uh -huh. And, you know, Kevin Colbert basically said, who do you fuck do you think you are? Yeah. You know, you're, no, you're no Antonio Brown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It might have been better off if we kept this guy instead. But what do I know? Right. Yeah. So... Think I'm gonna watch the Motley Crue movie now. Just turned it on. Wow, there's a squirter. Okay, so that's how this is gonna go. I haven't watched it yet. I didn't want to watch it today because I was so sleepy. 
Yeah. But I do plan on watching it either tonight or tomorrow. So I'll have a full report on that fine film. Yeah. I expect you to watch it as well this week. I'll probably watch it tonight. Yeah. There you go. Is it? No, it's not out. It's yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. They released it this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. It is available for consumption. Oh. That's why Tim's watching it. <laughs> but no, I, I will have we'll have a full review of uh, The Dirt next week. Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, we have our good friend, the Mongoose. Hey. Better known as Superfan Anthony. Hey, Sean and Ian. Hey. Great news that James Gunn is back on board for Guardians 3. But not surprising considering the stink kicked up about the whole affair. The Disney overlords must have realized the movie was fucked without Gunn. Some of the actors were very vocal about the initial decision. And could you imagine trying to force a pissed off Dave Batista to continue his role per contract? You'd need your brown trousers on to hide the shit stain after that talk. He is a large, intimidating man. (laughs) I'm not going to deny that. The Guardians movies have been fantastic, and that chemistry followed through in Infinity War, and Gunn was a big part of it, too. Obviously, we, we all agree. Yeah. I love the farm scene. It showed these larger-than-life heroes as just normal people for a little while. And amen, Sean. Linda Cardellini. Mm-hmm, my friend. Mm-hmm. I will give you a high five across the pond for that. Damn, that woman can do no wrong. Jinkies, her portrayal as Velma in the Scooby-Doo movies is pretty damn hot. That's why Velma's my favorite character. <laughs> I like the nerdy girl in glasses. And I'll tell you what, my friend, if you want to see a fine film with her in it, look up Grandma's Boy. <laughs> Grandma's Boy. Oh, that's a, first off, that is a classic comedy. Yeah. That's like That's a good movie. That's a great movie, but it's got a whole lot of Linda Cardellini in it, my friend. Mm. Mwah. Also, Freaks and Geeks. Just just watch Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, she's great in that, too. Watch another cheery documentary on Netflix, The Disappearance of Madeline McCain. I don't know if this story was known in the U.S., but it was huge over here. Basically, a doctor and surgeon... Aren't they both doctors? Anyway. Went on holiday to Portugal. Well, that's problem number one. You went on vacation to Portugal. <laughs> no good can come of this. I'm, I'm already, no, this is bad. Left their kids in the apartment they were staying in and went for a meal with their friends. And one of their kids got abducted. Oh, surprise, surprise. An abduction in Portugal. <laughs> now, without getting too high on my soapbox here. If you have young kids, three and 18-month-old twins, it is never okay to leave them at home while you go out for a meal what without a babysitter. Fuck? Well, I agree, but you're in fucking Portugal. Nah, it's nothing. You should, for, first off, you shouldn't be bringing young children to Portugal, a place where you can easily be abducted. It's so weird. <laughs> Why would you leave a three-year-old and 18? Yeah, yeah, two 18-month-olds. Who does that? Who does that? Exactly. <laughs> fucking 
It's insane. It's awful what happened, but the neglect is brushed aside as these are a professional couple. I guarantee if they were on welfare or a lower class, they would have been charged with criminal neglect. Oh, yeah. They should be fucking charged with criminal neglect. You, you, you left three children under the age of five. <laughs> Their ages together don't add up to fucking five. <laughs> you know, and you're leaving yeah. them alone Stupid. while you go and have a meal yeah. in Portugal? Come on now. That's so weird. Anyway, any anyway, more cheery news this week was the passing of John Carl um, Bolcher, director and special effects artist. As I mentioned before, as a horror nerd, the effects artist was always as important to me as a director. So I'd seek out every Tom Savini movie, for example. Well, Bolcher was an impressive CV, and his highlight was Friday the 13th 7, which he also directed. And his design for Jason in the in this episode is the best. He took every hit Jason received in previous movies and incorporated the scars and wounds into the design. Sadly, those cock gobblers at the MPAA and the gutless pricks at Paramount felt felt his final version was heavily cut. Well, it is always said to see like a a master of their craft, like uh, Mr. Bolcher, uh, leave yes. us and. I mean, I, I do know. I mean, you know, the guy was an impressive makeup artist. Um, I've seen more of Tom Savini than I ever cared to. By the way, yeah, local boy. <laughs> yeah, we always see him. Yeah, you, you go to anything local. Yeah, they, oh look, there's Tom Savini, all five foot two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sex machine. And uh, Lisa always sees uh, what's his name? Oh, the guy from Hellraiser. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's become a local. Yeah, he's a local here. Yeah. No. His wife's from here. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the day I see him like wearing like a Roethlisberger jersey. Yeah, <laughs> you know, not, gonna no, not, not gonna happen. Yeah, you're more likely to see him in a Riverhounds game than you are a Steelers game. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. In the passing of Prodigy front frontman Keith Flint was also tough. I was a huge fan of the band Prodigy musically. They, they were the punk band of the rave scene in the 90s. Their first three albums were fantastic and introduced a heavier, nastier form of electronic music. Cool. I was not a Prodigy fan. Yeah. Um, they were okay. I was not either. I'm sure Lisa was. Yeah. I, 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 they, weren't, they weren't my cup of tea. Like I, I hated, and I know a lot of people love, they did a remake of Blue Monday uh-huh. from by New Order. That, that people loved, and I, 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 and I'm not saying it was bad. It, they just weren't my cup of tea. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it just wasn't my thing. But you know, the thing I remember is like I heard some somebody's like, "Hey, you you like New Water? You'll love this." And they played their prodigy version. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Like I like I was almost viscerally angry. You know, yeah, you yeah. know, like who who would do this? You know, because. Yeah. Like to me, like New Order is like 
it's always like this happy sounding music, but when you listen to the lyrics, you're like, what the fuck? Right. This is dark, <laughs> you know? Right. But it sounds like, you know, like Duran Duran. Like, you're like, you know, this is such happy sounding music. And then you listen to the lyrics and you're like, oh shit, th- things got dark quick. <laughs> yeah. This escalated quickly. <laughs> so, but I, so I, I just, I, they, they weren't my cup of tea, but like, I, I'm not going to deny, like, especially in the 90s, like, I mean, they were huge. Right. And, you know, a lot. There were. I know Nancy's a big fan of them, and she she was not. She didn't take it hard that the, the lead singer died, but uh, you know there was you see there was a little bit of disappointment for her. Yeah. Because she was a fan of of, you know, a few albums in the nineties. Right. So. So there you go. There it is. There it is. Anything you'd like to add to the proceedings, there, sir? No, man. I'm good. All right, well, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Uh, hey. You can find us. Uh, you can send us an email like these fine folks have. The email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Uh, you can also um, find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. And um, we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Wicked Radio Network, the Tangent Bound Network, and the Weeby Geeks Network. Uh, just give them a Google search, and you'll be able to find all the other great podcasts that they have to offer. And lastly, as always, want to thank you, the listener, uh, for checking us out each and every week. We greatly appreciate that, and it's always cool to like find that you know new people who are um, enjoying our hijinks and shenanigans. And I did want to thank. Um, that's not what I wanted to do. Um, there's a band out of Maryland. Cool. Called Others May Fall, who also yeah. has a podcast. They've been around for a long time. Apparently, it was a local band, and they're sharing their stories about the road. But um, one of the best compliments you could ever give us, in my opinion, mm. is how our conversation feels natural. Yeah. Because that's what I wanted the show. I've always said the heart of the show is just you and me talking. Right. You know, whether we cover the subjects I pull or not, it doesn't matter. As long as it's me and you just having real conversation. Yeah. And that's what he, like, the Brian, who who uh, who reached out to me from the from the band and the podcast was like, you know, I'm listening to your show and it's like, it's amazing just how natural you you two sound. I'm like, oh. Thanks. It's, four, it's 40 years of work, but, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it took us 40 years to get to this point. <laughs> but. Um, but I do appreciate that. I mean, to me, that's like the greatest compliment you could you could pay us. And I, I thank you, Brian, for that. And cool, thanks, Brian. Yeah. So check them out as well um, if you want to hear um, the botchery and hijinks from from a local rock band. Cool. Or local to Baltimore. Yeah. He also said they have they, they, apparently they work with a a promotional group that does a lot of nerdy shit. And he's like, we have something big come up. I'll invite you guys down and get you in. Like, Okay. Yeah, we're all about nerdy shit. Yeah. And, you know, I know Nancy will want to come along because that's Baltimore. She'll be like, you know, are there crabs? (laughs) (laughs) I need crabs. Not that kind of crabs, Thad. Make her run around Baltimore. Same. Yeah, exactly. I mean, trust me, I don't want to go very far. I'm not going to be wearing any Steeler paraphernalia. (laughs) You know, I've seen The Wire, you know. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. That's it. That's the show. Cool. So on that note, 
The dreamer has awakened. Peace.